I hope I don't have to pay. Oh, I know. I know. You don't have, don't, hey, y'all, explain me. <laughs> Big boy, Andre 3000. <laughs> Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for parents and the people who love them. My name is Chad Poe. And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. Lydia, we are in a season of change. In actuality, the season has just changed. And one of our primary conversation pieces, our, our children, they are always changing. Mm-hmm. We're seeing political change. Sadly, the time just changed. <laughs> uh, how's that going for you at that house with those little children? Oh, man. I feel like uh, Elsie, my one-year-old, is in like some sort of sleep progression. She knows the time has changed, and she's like, you know what? I think it's changed in my mind two hours. So she's like getting up at 4.30 in the morning. She is she is nope. not sleeping. <laughs> when Shepard, who is our oldest, when we went through his first time change, one of the things that we did, we took construction paper, black construction paper, and blacked out every window in his room. Oh, that's genius. That way, when it was time to wake up, he, he he just woke up naturally and hopefully slept a little longer. Those Anyway, it worked for us. I'm not saying that's what you need to do. Make your child's room look like a dungeon. But <laughs> that's what we did. For our four-year-old, he kept waking up and get, would go, is it time to get up? And it'd be like 2 a.m. So we got them this little clock that turns green. And when it's green, then he knows he can get up. <laughs> You know, as Christians, we deal with a couple of things. One is, in regard to change, we believe that Jesus has changed us. Uh, It's the big Bible word of justification. He has made us right with God when we could not be apart from him. Uh, And also, in regard to change, we believe that Jesus is always changing us, making us more and more like him, using everything, every situation, every circumstance. I believe that our, everyone likes to think about change. Have our listeners given us any thoughts in regard to change? Yeah. So this week we asked, um, what were some popular things when you graduated from high school? Because Lord knows so much has changed in the past eons ago that we went to school. <laughs> so we yeah. decided to ask. Um, so I'm going to actually give you a name of a person and some of the things that they said. And I want you to try to guess when they graduated from high school. <laughs> I have not looked at these intentionally. So okay. I am excited about what may take place here. Okay. So let me put on my, my thinking cap and see what I can do. Go way back the in the past. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we've got Lauren and she said um, a movie during that time was a walk to remember and an accessory that was popular back then was the shell choker. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to think through this. A walk to remember that starred Mandy Moore mm-hmm. and shell chokers, unfortunately, were very popular. I'm going to go 1998. Oh, no. A little bit later. Oh, man. One more guess. Can I have one more guess? Can you give me one more clue? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say TV, Friends, or CSI? 2002. Yeah! (laughs) All right. We got Christy. Here we go. Um, Her movie is Wayne's World and her accessory is Doc Martens. 
Okay, so this is a little bit further back. Mm -hmm. I'm going, let's see, with Wayne's World, Mike Myers. 1996. Ugh. Nope, it's a little older. The song, Achy Breaky Heart. Oh, goodness, 1991. Ooh, so close, 1992. Ah, I almost went there. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, we got Cherie. She I'm terrible at this. <laughs> no, you're doing great. Cherie said uh, Mission Impossible for the movie and uh, song Kiss Me, Six Minutes on the Richer. Oh, that was uh, that was one of those kind of Christian songs, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and they played it everywhere. I'm like, Mom, can I listen to this song? It's Christian. <laughs> Beneath the Milky Twilight. Okay, <laughs> that song is so Mission Impossible, 1993. Ooh, a little bit. 94. Ooh. 94. Ooh. What? Umbros. 1990. <laughs> 1997. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. I was just thinking when the song came. Okay. I know that song. Okay. We're good. It We're was, good. I'm it glad was that played she everywhere. It. I know it. I know. Okay. So we got Stephanie. She said Mean Girls and Hey Ya. Hey Ya. I hope I don't have to pay. Oh, I know. I know. You don't have. Don't Hey Ya explain me. <laughs> Big boy. Andre. 3,000. <laughs> uh, I liked Caroline better of their songs, mm. but I did like Hey Ya a lot. Okay, <laughs> uh, American Idol. So yeah. that's American Idol, 2003. Ooh, so close, so close. One more guess. 2002. Oh, the other way. Four. Yeah. <laughs> that was my initial guess. 2004. That's the year Carrie Underwood won American Idol, if I'm oh, not mistaken. So good. I, I can't recall, but I mean, her, Stephanie also put Shimmery Eyeshadow and Johnny Depp. That was 2004 for me. <laughs> there, there's a lot happening. You, you know, when I think about American Idol, you have Carrie Underwood and then you have, there, you're dropping down a lot of notches to get to the next one, mm. the next really good one. Yeah. I ain't judging. I think Kelly Clarkson's fantastic. Oh, yeah. She's got her own show now. She's doing great. Living her best life. <laughs> All right. So we've got Ellen. She said Independence Day. And she said Michael Jordan as her athlete. Uh, Independence Day was released in 1996. So that's the year she graduated, 1996. Yep, yep. <laughs> also, fun fact, Michael Jordan uh, returned uh, in 94, 95, 95, 96, he won his first NBA championship post-return, his fourth title overall. G-O-A-T, GOAT. I was a big Bulls fan, not because of Michael Jordan. I had a crush on Luke Longley. And you're like, who's Luke Longley? And I'm like, I know. There's no A 7-2 Australian center. <laughs> I hadn't, I know nothing about him, but apparently I really thought it was cute. <laughs> Back in 1996. Seven foot two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next is my mom, Lisa. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. She said Xanadu. She also said painter's pants. 
I'm going to need more clues. Did she give you a TV show? Yeah, Mork and Mindy. Okay. 1973. Oh, no. When did I miss it? Later, later. 76. No, later. My father, My Father's Eyes by Amy Grant. I don't know. 1980. 1980. What a year. What a year. Right. I was three years old in 1980. The oh. fact that I got in the decade makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Angela. She said Clueless. And she also said Brad Pitt as her celeb. My favorite thing Angela said was for her clothing. She said Glamour Shots. <laughs> Clueless. Brad Pitt. Glamour shots. Glamour shots. Clueless Brad Pitt. So Brad Pitt was in, I mean, he was right in 1907. The movie Seven was made in the mid 90s. Mm. And Clueless also is in the mid 90s. That's before, that's before she was in Batman and Robin. Mm. So I'm going to say 1995. Whoa, on the money. Yeah. That's my graduating year. So what what about you, Lydia? When when you think back, what what were the things for you when you were graduating? Graduating in 2004. And um, yeah, I, I went through so much. I had so many things changing around me. So when I was in sixth grade, we moved. I was a preacher's kid. I was into theater and band and all the unpopular things. Um, and yeah, I was not popular at all, but. Um, With anyone? No, <laughs> my band friends, I was popular. I was drum major and uh I was Miss Bingle 2004, which was not a popularity contest. <laughs> at Eastridge High School, listen, at Eastridge High School, being Mr. or Miss Eastridge was a big deal. Mm. And you were Miss Bingle. Now, everything we did was a popularity contest. What was different? Yeah, why, this, why was it not? This was like a talent show slash, I mean, it wasn't like Miss America or anything because we're just in Western North Carolina, but I mean, it's a pretty big deal. You are voted on, you know, like your school wear and your evening wear and you got talent. And I, I also uh, won for talent. I sang a song. What was your talent? Yeah. Do oh, tell. I, I sang, yeah, I sang a song. Um, I don't know, you know, the song Who I Am by Jessica Andrews. It's a country song. Oh, um, Rosemary's granddaughter yeah, is being yeah. image of my father. Right. <laughs> So I sang that, but instead of saying Rosemary, I sang Geraldine because I am Geraldine's granddaughter. <laughs> well, I prefer for you to be honest. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure Geraldine approved. Oh, she loved it. It was great. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I bet she teared up. I, I bet she teared up so much. My mom has it on VHS somewhere. So I'll have to go find that, Jim. Once we add that to the show notes. <laughs> Oh man, so lots of change. What about you, Chad? How was it back in 1995? In, in 1995, I wasn't popular. Uh, I, I was, I guess I was nice. I, I think I was a much nicer person then than I am now. <laughs> but life was chaos. Mm. And when, when you're in high school, everything feels like chaos all the time. 
everything feels like it is more important than it actually is. Mm. It's just hard. Uh, you know, for you, Lydia, when, when you think to who you are now and who you were then, are there things that you would say to that person? Are, are, are you, are there things that Lydia 2020 would say to Lydia 2004? Oh yeah. So I would say, don't worry about it. Don't cry over that boy. Not worth it. <laughs> They're never, they never are. It's not that big of a deal. It's going to turn out fine. That test is not the end of the world. You don't have to be popular. All the things. Yeah. Well, you know, as, as a parent, I think about Chad in 1995 and Chad in 2020, and I wouldn't let that guy hold one of my children. Uh, he, I would be so nervous. I was talking the other day. We have a friend in town. I don't see him much, you know, they go to school with my kids, uh, he, or his kids go to school with my kids, and we think they're awesome, and he's really the coolest guy in our entire community, he's just super cool, hmm. uh, he's a principal of one of the elementary schools, and people kind of are drawn to him, and the other day I was at Starbucks, uh, I feel like I talk about Starbucks a lot, I just started drinking coffee a few months ago, <laughs> but while I'm at Starbucks, this guy walks in, with sunglasses, a bandana on his head, and, and a mask. He looked like a Despicable Me villain. And he pulled them, like when he sees me, he lets me know who it is. And I recognize his voice because cool people have cool voices. Oh, obviously. And, and he said, <laughs> he said, man, I would, he said, Chad, I just need you to know, like your kids are so cool. I got to spend some time with your boys when they were over at the house with, hanging out with my kid the other day. Your kids are so cool. If they were grown-ups, I would hang out with them. <laughs> and I just looked at him and thought to myself, well, I'm I'm a grown-up. <laughs> and then he apologized and said, I guess I could hang out with you. Like the, a pity. Uh, I don't need your pity time. <laughs> 1995 Chad was... He was a mess, and I really would tell him, it, what you drive doesn't matter. What, all these things, they don't matter. Uh, yeah. There are things that do, and, uh, you know, we look at the idea of, of what it means for us to be changing people and for God to be doing a work of change in us and through us. Lydia, are there any scriptures that come to mind for you just about that? Hebrews 13 talks about Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and I think that's such a comfort to know that God remains the same through all the midst of the chaos and craziness of time change and politics and all the things and and looking at Ephesians as well we are his workmanship created for Christ Jesus he is ever working and changing us and that is why he sent Christ for us that's right you know when we talk about God making us and and there's a phrase we say all the time you may have mentioned it uh, before God doesn't give us more than we can handle. Mm. Well, well, yes, he does. He gives us more than we can handle so that we'll trust him to handle things yep. and for him to carry us through and to be with us. And I think about all this, these conversations and how much I look back at me in 1995 or me in 2004. And I think everything felt like the end of the world, but those things weren't the end of the world. Mm. And one day I'm sure that 2030 Chad 
will look back at 2020, Chad, and say, those things you were going through, they're, they're not the end of the world. And, and those things that we're in right now, the things we're in the middle of, the struggle with the fact that our kid won't sleep or the, the fact that our kid is just working through finding their identity and their personality, those aren't ultimately the end of the world. Hmm. And that God is for us. And Romans 8 is one of my favorite parts of the entire Bible. And in Romans 8, Paul says that if God is for us, who can be against us? Now, that doesn't mean that things won't be against us. It just means that they don't get to outdo the God who loves us and is for us. And I hope that that truth will resonate with us as we think about change in micro, which is our life, and in the larger aspects today. Lydia, this has been a fun conversation. Where are good places for people to stay in touch with us? Yep. So um, on the Instagram, we are um, at Hold On Parents. And we have a group, Hold On. If you'll come find us on Facebook, that's where we have a lot of our conversations on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, listen to this podcast and share it with your friends. Uh, rate, review, and give us all Five the- stars only. Five <laughs> stars only. <laughs> Give us all the good stars. Please don't say anything bad about us. Message me if you don't like something and we'll chat about it off in the DMs. Absolutely not. Message Lydia if you don't like something I say. <laughs> you guys next time. Bye.